I'm not leaving. I'm not fucking leaving. The show goes on. together welcome to the man show everybody and i'm cab manning along with mr body hello um and if you listened to our wrestling uh show for the week you heard a little teaser and you probably ran right over here to hear it but <laughs> our boy we believe and i mean because god knows there's no testing but uh billy most likely had the corona and is now past it but in your country of jolly old England, they actually send like a fucking ambulance to your house if you call the doctor about it. No, no, no. This is not what happened. Like I, this, this, this is the um, translation of WhatsApp. Okay, not gone, gone wrong. Because <laughs> so, I'm like, they fucking rushed an ambulance over to his house. They go, nah, they do nah, this nah. for everybody. What is this? No, absolutely not. So. Um, they're actually more likely to rush an ambulance to you, though, than you than they are to allow you into a hospital. That's how fucked it is. Mm -hmm. So the coronavirus testing is only happening in the fucking hospital. That's the first thing to to note before I even start this story. That's so we're doing so fewer tests because you have to go and get it done in the hospital, and you have to go and sit in the fucking corona section in a different part oh. of the hospital. So and, and you might so not have it, and you'll end up catching it. That's the exact warning that they give you. So, <laughs> so they're like, you better be sure. <laughs> right. So I didn't know any of this. So I was feeling some of the symptoms from this as early as the Friday before last. So the Friday, my we buried my grandma because uh, my grandma's died during this. Uh, we buried my grandma on March the 20th. And me and Cav are recording this on April first. So I was feeling my symptoms on the on the twentieth, and um, and they weren't nothing too bad. It was just like headaches, but I get them from time to time anyway. A uh, bit of congestion, um, coughing to try and spit stuff out, but it wasn't there wasn't anything there, which is a which is a, which is a symptom of it because uh, your your cough doesn't have anything to spit mm -hmm. out. It's called that's what dry cough dry is. Cough. So, so I had all that. Then I woke up Wednesday. I, all of a sudden, after four days where I couldn't train, and I talk, I'm talking about home training, do my weights or whatever, as too didn't have the energy for it. I woke up Wednesday. All of a sudden, I was feeling great. So I went on a run, and I thought I hadn't trained for a while, and I felt and I felt like I was doing all right. So I felt like I'd have another run, and to, and also like don't, not to be Mister exaggeration the, the air kind of felt a bit fresher like so in terms of 
whatever 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 conditions i was out there running were were favorable to me feeling good enough to run an extra bit that i would normally do so i usually do a circuit round when i'm at my dad's where i am at the moment i usually do a circuit round my round the town but then I've, I, I did an extra half mile to just run back round to the supermarket to go and pick up a couple of magazines or whatever so i come back and i feel absolutely fucked from this run uh not immediately because i was having the run and i felt good enough to extend the run and i walked back from the run but then all of a sudden when i sat down and couldn't catch my oxygen back so i was catching my oxygen back you know to the point where you know where you're recovering from the run but i never recovered to what am i trying to say here there's stages of recovery when you go for a run right there's, yeah oh you God, never could catch your breath back yeah there's oh my god i need to stop oh my God, I've caught my breath back to the point where I could run again. Um, or, oh my God, sorry, I'm using too many oh my gods. So there's, <laughs> oh my, oh, so, uh, so there's, oh my God, I need to stop. That's phase one. Um, then there's, there's stage two where I've not fully recovered, but I've recovered enough to, to run some more. So you could be playing a sport like soccer or whatever. So if you're playing in soccer, uh, sometimes you need to stop sprinting or whatever, and then you catch your breath back, and then you run again. And then number three is the end of the game. You've stopped, like you know, it's been tw- it's been two three minutes after the match. You're ready to like drive home. You're fully recovered or whatever. Or like when you go to the gym, like when you finish in the gym, you have like you finish the rest of your water bottle, and then you're thinking about going over to do your weights or whatever. You're pretty much fully recovered before you start doing weights. If you're the per- sort of person that goes in, does your cardio, then does your weights, right? Mm-hmm. So I never got to that stage where I could where I could have thought about going to do my weights or you I get never like got sick to, to your stomach at all from it because you couldn't breathe well like you get a little nauseous. It's not, like oh. I, it's not like I couldn't I could yeah couldn't breathe well actually you said it right it's, I couldn't breathe well so it's not like I couldn't breathe which is what people you know sometimes like I couldn't breathe well mm-hmm. and I just couldn't breathe well anymore at all for about an hour and a half. So I contacted 111, which is a non-emergency service we have here. It's not 999 or you guys 911. Yeah, Yeah, it's 111. So I called 111 and 111 said to me, all right, we'll get a doctor to call you to like, to monitor you uh, later on. We're very busy right now, but the doctor will call you to get your, to check out what's going on with you. Doctor calls me seven hours later. He says, how are you feeling? I said, I'm feeling exactly the same way. So... They said, okay, they said, that's that's quite a while now to have those symptoms. We're going to have to call out mm-hmm. an ambulance. And um, I said, uh, I said, why? Uh, why are you calling out? Why do, you, why do I need an ambulance? He said, because uh, you've got you, you've got shortness of breath mm-hmm. and uh, your chest is tight. And he said, when he said, and what I did, and when I go across two boxes and tick two, tick those two things, he goes, it's standard protocol for me to send out an ambulance. He goes, it's nothing to do with the coronavirus. They said, if you had the coronavirus, and you told me that you had symptoms of the coronavirus. I wouldn't send an ambulance. I wouldn't send an ambulance out for it. I would tell you to self-isolate uh, for for a period of time and call us if you get any worse. But he said because you've got uh, tightness of the chest and shortness of breath, which is actually the worst symptom of the coronavirus, but also a symptom for a lot of other things such as heart disease. Uh, we said we must call out an ambulance now. The ambulance call came, and they only had the agenda really to test me for heart defects. So they started running all these tests for that instead. So they ran breathing tests, blood sugar tests, and heart tests, and try and told me that okay, your heartbeat is fine, 
Um, we, you know, we're out of the woods. We don't need to take you to the hospital. And he said, as for your coronavirus symptoms, um, from what you've told us, it sounds like that you do have the virus, um, but we don't want to take you to hospital to check because you're capable of staying at home and self-isolating, which would be the advice yeah. there anyway. We're only taking people to hospital uh, that need to go because we think they may need to go onto ventilators. We don't think that you do need to go onto ventilators. What we do think you need to do is um, access your repeat prescriptions for an asthma inhaler and get yourself that tomorrow. And also for the stuff that's going on in your throat, um, if you don't uh, get, if you don't start going back onto your Moprazil, which is stomach acid reflux, stomach acid reflux medication for stomach acid, mm -hmm. they said you need to go back onto that. He said because if you're not taking that. What's in your throat is becoming worse and more dangerous to you because it's thicker. It's thicker. It's the acid plus the virus mixing together, which is going to make your cough and chest even worse. So as I said, what you need to do is you need to go and do these two things. And if then your breathing doesn't improve, then you need to come back to us and then we might need to take you to hospital. They said, but at the moment, they will just, we will just be putting you with the coronavirus patients. And if you don't have it, you will have it. And if you do have it, further more ingestion of the virus actually makes it worse so all these people are going you can't catch it twice or um you once you've once you've had it you build up immunity to it that's partially true but at the same time if you if you ingest more of it when um you can ingest like low levels of it and be okay mm -hmm. uh, but you uh, and these are these are what mostly what the mild cases are so it's not just down to you get it if you're old you die or you get it if you're young you're fine if you're young and you get it and then you're around people that get it every day. So, for example, if you get it as a nurse and then you continue to work, you will die or you will be more likely to die or you will end up on a ventilator, which is why we are seeing cases of like doctors dying where people go, oh, my God, how did a doctor die? It's like, well, he was around people that had it all day. So, it, so when they explained that to me, it did make more sense. So what happened was is that. So what parts you probably haven't followed is that I didn't, my breathing did start to improve because um, I went to go and get an inhaler and they didn't, they weren't able to give me my inhaler for three days because there's a shortage of it, but they did give me the acid medication. But at the same time, I did track down my old inhaler in one of my like moving boxes uh, because for those of you who haven't know, like for those who haven't followed, I have moved into my dad's while this is going on because my Patreon, my Patreon income is absolutely gone and um I'm not too sure when that's going to be. And I'm not paying rent to my dickhead landlord for, um, for three months while this carries on because I could have, I could save, I'm not earning any money and then I'll end up spending four and a half thousand pound in rent at the same time. So that's just four and a half thousand in the minus column and nobody's allowed out anyway. So no girls coming over to fuck me while I'm at my flat anyway. So then it's really, it's then it's really pointless. A waste. Well. <laughs> yeah. It's complete waste. So I'm here and, um, so my breathing got better. And then what started to happen is that the circulation, circulation in my feet and hands started to like die out. And it was like really like, it was like really not, uh, one, my right arm especially wasn't functioning like that well. Um, like, cause I was picking up weights and I could pick the weight up, but I didn't feel like I, I couldn't feel that I had the weight in my hand. Hmm. Right. So I could do it, but it, obviously the, the, the movement was being controlled by a different part. Like, so it's like, I didn't have a good grip on it. I had that kind of, I, you, you know, when you sit on your hand. Oh yeah, like, sure. You know, yeah, lose your feeling. Yeah, so like, well, my feet and arms were like Went to sleep. Sleepy. Yeah, yeah, and uh, so I contact, I contacted the doctor again, 
um, to check if my inhaler was ready and spoke about that. She goes, oh, it's just symptoms of the virus or any kind of infection. Your muscles will ache. And I said, but they're numb. She went, put your hands out in front of you and see if you can hold them up for like 10 seconds. I was like, yeah. She goes, well, it's not numbness then. She was like, can you, she goes like, press down on your fingernails and then tell me if it comes up yellow. I was like, yeah. She goes, that's not numbness. She goes, that's um, aching and tingling. I was like, what, whatever it is, it's a thing, right? So she just said, it's all like, it's all part of it. She goes, it sounds like you're dealing with like um, some stress and anxiety on there, uh, on top of, which is what I've got down in your medical notes. So basically everything here gets passed around um, on your medical records if you call an ambulance out. And they said from the ambulance records, it says a uh, patient is suffering from uh, anxiety uh, has symptoms of coronavirus, but breathing problems exasperated by anxiety from realization that had the virus. So basically, you're saying to me that uh, you went out from the jog, you couldn't breathe properly, um, you started to panic, you thought you, 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 you realized that you had symptoms, you've you, real symptoms of the virus on top of everything else that's been going on because you know that the background of me uh, moving here losing my income, losing my holiday. My grandma died. They tried to like make a big case out of it. So I'm just all like, I don't believe in people that like suffer from like mental illnesses. I always think that people need to like toughen up because now it's like too much of an easy out that everybody's like, Oh, I'm so depressed and all that. And I'm just like, no, like that's not how I am at all. Mm -hmm. Um, but But they're telling me you might on the outside, you might not be that, but your brain is like telling you that you're fucking you're suffering from like some serious like anxiety so i like blow all this off right two nights ago i fall asleep watching raw as you do um and then i got i woke up to a fucking heart attack right (laughs) jesus and i'm having i'm fully convinced i'm having an heart attack so i'm holding my chest and i'm like and it's like and it feels like someone's like fucking pushing it in and i'm having shooting pains down my arms and everything right and i'm sweating but I then like take one, you know, that I'm like, like to have enough like wearable about me to go online and Google a heart attack. And I've got every single symptom and I'm 100% convinced that I'm about to die and I'm having a heart attack. And I call the ambulance and I tell them that as well. And they get here like this time is pretty quick because the last ambulance was like three hours. And this one is like fucking 20 minutes, right? Because obviously they're prioritizing me now. So they come here and he said to me, it was like, uh, so I go and answer the door. And immediately, like, I'm already thinking because I've gone down to answer the door, but I probably didn't have a heart attack. Um, but I had everything, I had everything happen to me that happens during a heart attack. So I feel like an idiot that I've even answered the door. But then I realized, like, then I think to myself, like, you know, if I didn't answer the door, how was these ambulance ever going to get in other than like kicking the door down or whatever? So I sit down, I answer their questions again. They like start testing me. I passed the ECG again for my heart, mm-hmm. but the guy starts like doing other tests. He goes, starts putting like a thermometer in me, like like measuring, listening to me from my back or whatever. He goes, he goes right. He goes, um, he goes. Uh, he says to where he goes, his back is really. He goes, his back is really clammy. I goes, what does that mean? He goes, he goes. Well, he goes, what you've had. He goes, is a panic attack. I goes, uh, he yeah. goes, he goes. So he goes. So if you call us for a heart attack, he goes. That's he goes. So why did you think you're having a heart attack? Because that's what he said. He goes, exactly. He goes. There's absolutely no difference between a panic attack and a heart attack, other than the fact that you don't have any long term damage to your heart. He goes. So he goes. This is not unheard of. He goes. But if you do have another one of these, don't do yourself more damage by fighting it like you have done, which has caused your 
which has caused you to like tense up and and um he said you could have done he said you could have done like more damage basically i don't know what he said i could have done um because basically i was telling him like what was going on my hands and like my hands like totally clenched up and stuff because my arms were like stiff and he goes he goes yeah you can do damage by like fighting it he goes you can like um Mm. rupture things and whatever he goes next time you feel like you're having next time you're having a panic attack panic attack and you know and you recognize what it is he goes try doing some deep breathing goes and if the breathing doesn't work get to a soft place and let it take you and allow yourself to faint and he goes and when you wake up you'll be fine I said, yeah, but you said there's no differences between a heart attack and a panic attack. He went looking at your ECG and your age. Um, he goes, he goes, it's not very likely you're going to have a heart attack. He goes, so just that's a risk that you're going to have to take and you have to trust us. Even though he just told me that you didn't do a stupid thing calling the ambulance because the two things are exactly the same. But then after all the testing and stuff, they did just come back to the same conclusion. They went, you're extremely stressed and you're extremely anxious and you are suffering from and all of this and i went look i went to a court case like a year and a half ago i wanted to kill my ex every single day i thought about nothing else about how fucking about how fucking angry i was all the time they were like yeah they said but that's a different thing he goes you had channeling aggression apparently is different to anxiety he goes anxiety is something that you can do nothing about and he goes you have no direction for anything that you can do he goes your grandma has died. There's nothing you can do about it. He goes, you can't find a way to generate an income. He goes, you can't stop the coronavirus from happening. He goes, and you can't make yourself go back on holiday. He goes, all of these things have happened and have gone past and there's nothing you can do about it. And your body will be anxious and it'll be anxious about it. And he goes, unless you learn how to like control that anxiety or, and do breathing exercises and, and try and possibly find a way to calm down, he goes, you'll continue to have it and you will have another attack. So that's what that's basically what happened. So even then, the second time they come out was nothing to do with, with the with the virus. And they just said to us, they said, in relation to the virus, he goes, uh, he goes, once again, the same advice you were given the other day. If for peace of mind, you can come along to make sure that it's that. Uh, he said, but I would just continue to to self-isolate. And he goes, um, as for all the stuff that's going on with your arms and legs and all of that, he said, he said, it's probably tied into the virus. He said, but you're taking a big risk if you come down to hospital to find out. Because it did get to the point where it's like, I want to know if I've got it. So I want to know that all these other stuff is not, is not happening for any other reasons. And they went, look, you've got anxiety and you've got the virus. And he goes, and the anxiety is worse whilst you've got the virus because you've, because people are dying from the virus. And I said to him, I was like, I have absolutely no like belief that I will die from this virus. I was <laughs> like, so I, so they said, yeah, they said, but said, but said, but they said, look, he said, look, we're telling you that you've had a panic attack. We can feel you've had a panic attack from what's on, from the way that your back feels. He said, this isn't sweat. And uh, he goes, this is not sweat. This is clam. This is totally different. He said, it's a different kind of, um, substance basically that your body admits which is completely associated with this kind of attack so i don't know what he was feeling on my back but it was like a stickier greasier sweat somebody came on your back and they noticed pretty much yeah that's that's kind of what it is kind of like your uh it's kind of like your body comes like it it, it is different like (laughs) when your body does it's a totally different kind of sweat which which is the result of um, this kind of episode so 
I was more so, yeah. like when you told me today before we're recording, you're like, oh, uh, in a little bit, my son's going to bed. And I'm like, your son? Your son's at your house while you got the fucking plague? What are you, out of your mind? And uh, well, that's, that's That was just down to his mom just saying, look. That's I'm insane. My self-isolation period of seven days is supposed to end on Friday, and he was coming here on Saturday. He was just giving the extra dates. to be sure he was coming here for WrestleMania. Yeah. But on Friday, you know, I was considering texting her to go, actually, um, I'll, I'll take him on Friday. Uh, but then she texted me today, went, please take him today. He's doing my head in. So. <laughs> Two days early. And meanwhile, though, we're always told it's 14 days isolation here. <laughs> and you were like, yeah, seven. And I'm like... Oh my God! That's why I was shocked because I didn't think his mother knew. No, no, no. So, 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 what? Well, it's fourteen here as well. But they told me that um, they said to me, "You must I have had it question. for a while." They said, "If you're self isolating seven days," they went, "Yeah, well, that's like when people feel their original symptoms." They went, "Since you've had symptoms since the weekend, and you've exasperated it with the with the jog." Mm-hmm. And your anxiety is taken over as well. Because basically, I have issues that make it worse. So the anxiety, the anxiety made me made my breathing worse, which this new this anxiety I, they, they're telling me I have. Mm-hmm. And then also um, the me not taking my acid reflux medication or my inhaler mm-hmm. meant that my my breathing wasn't was was harder to control. And also the acidity in my throat. Um, which I always have doesn't give a clear pathway, and the reason I don't take that medicine all the time is because I don't like to take a medicine every single day at my age because mm-hmm. I just because I just don't want to. Um, <laughs> but now it's reached a point where they're just saying that look, you just need to take it every day. There's See, no way around it. I know you, and I know damn well you didn't lock yourself in a fucking room for seven days. And not see anybody. You were traipsing through that fucking house. Your poor father. I know you. Don't tell me you sat by yourself. You walked around the house, didn't you? You mean from the last seven days? When you were told, okay, quarantine yourself for seven days. You didn't see your father in those seven days? No. Really? You didn't come out to go to the kitchen and all that shit? He was the one that wasn't that wasn't abiding by it so he would like <laughs> so he was like he's he's like cooking here which is good because like i i've gone out and bought some food and he's he'll just he'll just make the food but he was not locking on my knocking on my door and leaving outside and letting me like you know letting me <laughs> like a creature you go and reach out and grab the plate <laughs> like no, sloth from like, the goonies he push it in with a stick so he was all like oh come down and get your food and oh my god and, yeah, so like that's it. I mean, I did tell him, but I mean, he he. You told it him it's as, your uh, funeral. Yeah, but I mean, you know, he's fine at the moment. So, <laughs> Jesus Christ, you would think he'd be like, "Yeah, fuck you." I'm putting this at your door, and and then afterwards, I mean, are you scrubbing everything in your fucking hole? You know, your fucking hovel that you're living in. Do you scrub everything afterwards? No. Jesus Christ! It's supposed to live on those things, and what a fucking oh my god! The times we live in. What a f- wonderful fucking time. I I keep hearing over here they say uh, that this shit in the next two weeks are gonna be hellacious, and then we might see it start to go down. Um, I laugh because people are like, "Look, more cases every day," and I'm like, "Well, yeah, people are getting tested finally. Of course, there's gonna be more fucking cases." However, where I live. The cases 
have leveled out and they are starting to go down. Because if you remember, we were the first that was told what, that uh, our governor and even our mayors, it was first our mayors that said, uh, shut down and stay in place. And then a couple days later, the governor of California said, now it's all California. Fucking stop. And so we were ahead of everybody. So we're ahead of the curb when then all these other states started jumping on. So we're going to be one of the first ones that uh, start to resume life. You think? Oh, I'm sure the Bay Area, I bet you anything we're one of the first ones to start fucking normal again. But the problem is... Um, like, well, how much can you fucking do? Because it's the rest of the world you're dealing with. And ain't like sports could come back only here or something. So it's, you got to wait because we just got told we have to extend it to May 5th. We were told, um, because originally it was April 7th. Uh, the first time we were told to shut down. So let me read you something out, right? Okay. Which I want you to sort of tell me what one you would go for if you, i mean i know what one trump prefers so if you can totally ignore the virus uh-huh. and just continue to live your normal lives the estimated number of deaths in the u.s will be 2.2 million yeah if you just totally ignore it right and mm-hmm. be like fuck it like uh, we'll build immunity to this whatever so yeah. 2.3 million if you isolate the, those people with underlying health conditions, every asthmatic and every person over 70 and everyone with leukemia or whatever, you will, you will get 450,000 deaths mm-hmm. in the US. If you carry on, if you isolate every single person and and do a full-on lockdown, you'll get 200,000. That's your like best case. Yeah. Well, you have to do the everyone thing. I mean, it's been fucking said. You got to just fucking eight weeks. Everybody just fucking sit down and it goes away. But it's all, it's not even all our places. Go ahead. You do, you do, you do. But the jump, the jump between 200,000 and 450,000, I know it's double, right? (laughs) Yeah. I know it's double, but your economy doesn't suffer at all with that. And everybody gets on with their lives, and the sports continue in everything for the sake of two hundred and fifty thousand extra. Obviously, the big jump is the two point two million, right? The difference sure. between four four hundred and fifty thousand and two point two million is like you know, is is one point six five million people, which mm-hmm. is a hell of a lot, right? That's gonna so you can't just totally ignore it. But if the over seventies isolate. And um, and all of the people with underlying health conditions isolate themselves, then you're only going to have a quarter of a million extra deaths instead of the two hundred thousand if you do it perfectly. So those quarter of a million people, which are going to mostly be also um, forty to sixty year olds as well, which is where you fit in, um, you are will be taking the risk. But I just feel that. That would be the way that, and I think that is the way that Trump wants to go. Like if it was his, if it was up to him. Oh, if it's up to him, I, I fuck. If it was up to him, I think he says ignore it all. <laughs> he goes, you know, think, shit'll happen, but keep the economy. I don't think, stupid enough. I don't think he'll take those deaths on on the chin because I think that 
um, those people are not con- like those people are not contributing to the economy anyway. If you're over seventy, you're not contributing to the economy. So I think you'd be happy to isolate those people, look like he's doing something, and then telling people, "Hey, if you've got this, that, and the other, stay at home." That's you know, but there's no way to let. There's no. The thing is, you can't police that. That's the problem with it. Because you know what would happen then. You'd get old people and that was happening anyway. And you get it now. The funniest thing, Cap, I go for my runs. You know the people that are ignoring it? The old the people? <laughs> yeah. They're sitting out on park benches, like reading the newspapers and whatever. They're, they're the ones that, that are just saying, fuck this. We survived the war. We don't we don't care. Like So, so yeah, I mean, and, the, and if you do that one, the problem with that one in the middle, which I think is Trump's definite preference, is that people are not going to under not going to know that they that they're at risks. They're not going to know that they're underlying. They have underlying health issues, or they're going to because what is an underlying health issue is it's, it's an issue that has been already detected. Now these people that are dying, that where the where the press are all going mad, going oh she was. She was 21 and she had nothing wrong with her. She had nothing wrong with her that they know about. There's there's no way to die from it if you if there was like if everything was right with you. I don't know if it's a roll of the dice and it just happens to affect somebody worse than others. Maybe it's a blood type and something. I who the fuck knows? Yeah, it's so true. fucking rare and weird. No one even knows if you can catch it twice. Um so that's the odd thing. I, I told a story about, um, like you were saying, old people ignoring it. I do my walks on the weekend now because I can't go to a gym. So I'll walk on a weekend and I have a, a gym now I made in the garage. You should see this. Um, I'm up at 4 a.m. still going in the fucking garage to work out. And I'm doing these walks and I'm walking. And anytime I see someone on the sidewalk walking toward me, I'll walk into the street. So there's some distance and I'm not walking, you know, rubbing elbows when i pass by and it was an old lady walking so i'm like you know i especially move over just for her sake put her peace of mind i try to be a uh, proper human being right and she thanked me when i'm walking past her she's like oh thank you so much you know i'm like oh no problem and i notice as she thanks me she's walking pushing a fucking oxygen tank with the tubes in her nose and everything of all people why would you leave the house if you already have a fucking you can't breathe situation and you're that old during this? I'm like, I mean, is it just she was like, fuck this. I can't, I'm going to go stir crazy sitting in the house. But of all people, she's walking around outside. Mm. So, you know, if she caught it, she's done. It's guaranteed oh, yeah. she's fucking done. So if you know, <laughs> if you know, it's that drastic. To gamble is out of your fucking mind. You know, if a crazy person runs past you and coughs, who the fuck knows? We got crazy well, people un- that do that. Uncle, my uncle survived this with, with with diabetes. I mean, he was in hospital for five days, and he we thought he was going to die. Oh no, shit! And then and then he got out of it to, uh, today. So see, Fausti well, has got- um, asthma, so he's worried on that level because he's got a lung issue. So yeah, I got asthma. Yeah, and, yeah, and that's that's always the fucking uh oh the lung thing, you know. And so he's out. He works still because he works for Frito, so he's in these fucking stores constantly, all day. Where you know my place wants us to stay inside and ship everything, and you know I tell people, well, 
you know, I'm gay for pay. If you pay enough, I'm going to go deliver this shit. I don't care. You know, everybody's got a price million dollar man style over here. So, um, but he's forced. If it's four bucks, he's got to go to that fucking store. So, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for this to be, and I'm really shocked of all things that, um, the fucking golf courses are fucking closed. I would think that would be a place that could stay open. Yeah, I think there are some places that can stay open. But then, like, when people are all going to the park and stuff, the thing, the thing that will happen is you open one place, yeah, and everybody will go there. That's the problem. And well, that's, Santa that's Monica Beach with- was crazy. It, it looked like it was the middle of summer. Everyone was out. And it was like, what the fuck are you guys doing? I see OJ's playing golf. So that means Las Vegas is still open. Um, meanwhile, I see the streets of Vegas like shut down. Maybe it's the city of Vegas is, you know, but outskirts are not closed because he's like, oh, I finished my round today. And he starts talking about, you know, it's one person per cart and uh, not to use the fucking pencils or whatever the fuck, you know. So and and I'm like, well, that's that's what I could think should happen because you're outside you're not riding with someone and you could still stand decently away from each other and you don't have to fucking pick up each other's clubs. You're all in charge of your own shit. And so I'm like, well, that's the one thing that could fucking continue, but we're not allowed to golf. And I laugh because Trump's still on the fucking golf course and he's going to golf during this, but tells everybody, you know, social distance. And he's got a guy driving the cart and he's sitting right next to him. I'm like, I, I wait for him to catch this, but I, I think if he did catch it, we'll never know. He'll never tell us. No, he won't. He won't. I mean, no, there won't be a chance he'll say anything, and I'm he'll get other people fucked up, and he won't care. I'm surprised Boris did. Like, I'm surprised that Boris came out and said. I mean, but that could just be to get himself some time off. <laughs> yeah, you think this. it would help? But all right, well, we about finished with this. We gave our Corona update. Yeah, I guess. I mean, I wanted to like do these like regular shows. I told you you'd never while, do that. While, <laughs> while this all until I until I got it, um, and also at the same time, I have, I'm I'm really having to do those fucking WrestleMania shows, uh, like one every day, um, yeah. and I'm having to watch the WrestleManias as well. But it's tough. I will get back onto it. The problem is, is that we are in a lull period at the moment with the lock. I mean, with the lockdown. This is part one of the lockdown. Now, everything will change when they come out and say this is cancelled or that is cancelled or mm-hmm. um, we're now moving it to a second lockdown or they give definitive times on a lockdown. At the moment, everybody, I still think, thinks that these three weeks that they've told us that that's, that, that might be it. Um, but there's nothing... We're getting quite close to the... If the everyone is, does it, that's the problem. Not everybody does it, and they fucking continue to fuck this up. But everyone has to fucking behave, and especially over in this fucking place, they're just not every state is closed, and they need to fucking shut everyone down. But Do you find it, cra- do you find it crazy, like, having to walk around and see, like, there's no one around? It is a little Walking Dead-ish. Um, I mean, I still go to stores and everybody's wearing masks and shit like that. But I'll tell you what, zero traffic, that's for sure. You're fucking flying through. Um, but, yeah, it's, it is weird um, not seeing. It's funny, people here actually have to have papers. I don't have any papers, but uh, people who are still working and driving around, 
So if they get pulled over, they could say, no, I'm an essential person. I'm like, oh, geez. Yeah, I go, what, crazy, the cop's going like, to pull you over? You don't know if you're going to the grocery store. We went over to um, the services, which are like um, what you guys call, the what's mall? the stops on your free? What's the stops oh, on your freeways called? Toll brute, toll toll. yeah. No, where you stop, there's food in that on them. Oh, on the freeway? Yeah. I don't know if we have those on a, on the freeway. I mean, they're like hot dog stand type of places? Nah, they're like gas stations and then... Oh, okay, food like, marts. Yeah, I got you. I got you. The, yeah. The no, rest they say stop. like... Uh, yeah, rest stops. There you it. go. Um, there's like food. So we stopped at like a rest stop um, for our motorways or your freeways. And um, there's this big rest stop and it has like uh, Burger King, KFC, uh, Subway, news agent on it. So we went into it and then in the corner, the uh, the little supermarket place was is which is considered essential because that only essential stores are open. Everything else was closed. It was fucking creepy as fuck because it was daytime. Starbucks <laughs> is closed. Um, and Starbucks is like closed in a way where like, um, so you can just go and jump behind the cows. All they've done oh is basically God. remove... All they've done is because the way it was, it's like an open, it's like because uh -huh. it's open twenty four hours, like normally that that Starbucks inside that inside that um, inside that stop. Yeah. So basically, this has the tables out, and then it has the fridge. But it's not like in a shop. It's like a, you know. Yeah, it's outside <gasps> type. Yeah, I got you. It's an outside. It's like built inside the services. So it'd be like if it was built inside an airport, for example. Yeah. So. Like you could just go in, like if there's nobody there at all, so you can go into the count. Like you can go in, stand behind the stand behind there, pretend you work at Starbucks, like take funny photos or whatever. But there's no fucking stock, like it's just completely like cleared out. Mm -hmm. um, it's just fucking eerie. Starbucks is there. Same for the KFC. Like the KFC is open, uh, but there's no one behind it. There's no food in there or whatever. Jeez. But you can go in there. You can walk straight into their kitchen. You can walk straight into the Burger King kitchen because it's all open basically because. The um the services are usually open twenty four hours, so basically mm -hmm. there will always be a person. So once you go into the services, there's little oh, they're not individual shops you go into. There's just I, I need to explain. I'm not explaining it well because it's impossible to explain. It's <laughs> it's an open it's an open plan basically. It's like a Burger King stand or like a KFC stand. It's not actual shops that you go in. Mm -hmm. They're there, but they're like each have their little bit in the corner because the well, because the place is open, they're open all the time. Sure. So, like, you can so their seating and all that is open all the time. Um, it's easy to explain if, if you're in New York. Somebody from New York would understand exactly what I'm saying because um, Penn Station set up exactly like this. Um, so, um, so yeah, it's just fucking eerie as fuck, and it's like that all the time. Like, I'm walking down my my town where I grew up, where my dad is, and like fucking pubs are closed and hairdressers are closed, and it's just fucking walking through like a dead town where like it is like a war it does feel like there was like a war they were in a war here and nobody like wants to and the thing is is that what's very weird right is that in 20 years once the internet shopping finally kills all of the shops and there's only a few left mm -hmm. it could look like this yeah like, the old it, shit it, sitting there <laughs> all rusted like, out like these malls and stuff like i mean it's happening in the states as well it started happening in england and then as I was, um, where was, where was I in Vegas, the Vegas mall was, had loads and loads of shops that were closed and no shops were coming in to replace them. Mm -hmm. It was like 35% of the, um, of the shops didn't have any business, were, didn't, weren't, were no longer a business. 
Like it was just open shop, open shop, close sure. shop, open shop, open shop, close shop. It's fucking crazy. And that's in Vegas. Like there was, there's places that couldn't afford to like open anymore. KB Toys just closed down. Like a toy shop that's been in America for years since I've been going there. Like, so they're gone, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Totally. Like, I mean, I'm talking about KB Toys is gone. Yeah. yeah. Like everywhere. Yeah, I think there's, God, I'm wondering, no, yeah, KB Toys is gone. I, I mean, there might be one, fuck. It's fucking, it's just fucking sad. There's loads of places that were gone. There was like, um, there was a couple, there was a few sh- clothes, uh, shops closed down and they looked like they were selling um, clothes for like black people, basically, like loads of like Biggie and Tupac like stuff, like, like um, custom t-shirts and all that, but they closed down. But like this this looks like that, like in terms of like everything's closed down. But the thing is, is that eventually you may not need the fucking high street or the malls anyway, the way it's going. Yeah. I mean, eventually it's, everything's going to be ordered off the internet. I mean, Amazon's already doing that. I like to go peruse. I like to walk around a store. I like to, I, I, I'm an instant gratification guy too. I need to go to a store and buy something. Like I was getting my workout bench. I didn't want to order it off fucking uh, Amazon. I wanted it in my hands when I fucking got it. I don't want to have to sit there and wait a week. I think it's funny that you're like quite relaxed in terms of um, just being, oh, this is going to get resolved one day and everything's going to be back to normal. There's no thought in your mind in terms of like, this is of of conspiracy theories or this could get worse or there could be another one of these like straight after or there could be another twist or turn or whatever. No, I mean... Fuck, after a year, they'll have vaccines for everybody by that time anyway. Because um, they say in the fall it might come back, which I don't like to hear that at all. Um, but I'm just like, eventually sports will be back. Once sports is back, I'll feel normal again. Okay, if they're back, that means shit's going to fucking be normal. And I don't even give a fuck. They're talking about the NBA still doing uh, empty arenas, which I'm fine with. I could care less. I wanted them to do that originally. I'm like, I, I would love to watch a game with nobody there, but I don't want to watch my, wrestling with no one. My, my, my son is nine, and it's weird because it goes from like being terrified by it to not knowing any better. And what he gets terrified with is the stories of somebody his age died or was close to his age mm-hmm. or or people with underlying health conditions dying. And he knows of, oh, I've got asthma, and he knows of like I could have had it or I have had it. But so... And he gets terrified like that, but then he also thinks it's cool then, to a point as well. I bet. Yeah, he goes all over the place. He goes from thinking it's cool because he's not he's not going to school yeah. to being terrified by it to obviously not knowing how weird this is. Because to like a kid, it could be like, oh yeah, you know, we had one of these. You know, this I, I'm only nine. We you know I I'm only nine. This is probably my first one of these. You know. Yeah. But it's like I'm thirty. I'm 36 and this is my first one of these. So, and then, and then there's, there's people that are like 70 and this is their first one. It's in terms of like, what I'm trying to say is sure. there's never been one of these. Yeah. There's never been one of these. Only in uh, 19 been, fucking 17 or 1919. Um, yeah, but they're wars. Well, no, that was the fucking uh, Spanish flu, which um, killed a fucking like 2 million people or something like that. Um, it was the same thing. It was like, what the fuck? It was another virus, but that was the last time this shit happened. Well, this this will kill. This will kill two million people. How many is it killed now? I don't even know. I don't know the, if it was just two only here or everywhere, though. I, I don't even know. I know it was talked about in the uh, the movie that um, you were going to watch. 
Did you watch it? What the fuck? Movie no, yeah, no. Contagion. Yeah, it's very, uh, it's very similar. Um, coronavirus deaths in the world. There's, there was like a website someone sent me once. A world of meters. Here we go. We're at fifty. Oh, we're at forty-seven thousand. Oh, that's a long ways away. It's a very yeah. long ways away. <laughs> that's a drop in a bucket if you think about it. I don't think Spanish flu was two million, though. I don't know. Look how many deaths Spanish flu. I, I swear it was. I thought it was. A, I thought it. I thought it was a lot more. Oh, really? More than two million. Yeah, way more. I oh, think. Jesus. Oh yeah, it's fifty million. Fifty million. Yeah, yeah, they laugh at the fucking coronavirus. <laughs> what about the plague? What did that do? Because I always, every time I go to a store, I go, how are you handling the plague? <laughs> That's all I call it, the plague. Look at this one. Tributes have been paid to the 108-year-old woman who lived through this Spanish flu oh. pandemic but, but died from the coronavirus. Well, she was a little weakened by this time. She was fucking yeah. a baby when the other one happened. People, there's an article here. There's 20 worst pandemics in history, but they like got stuff here from 3000 BC. Oh Christ! Uh, to 4030, the plague of Athens. Oh, first 4030, 3000 BC. Hold on, 4030 BC, um, 65 AD, 250 AD, uh, 850. I'm, I'm Black Death. Um, 1946 to 1953, seven years. Um, these things can last. 1954, 1950, uh, sorry, 1545 to 1548. That was. But look at years. the time that was. They didn't f- a fucking didn't have a fucking radio for God's sake. So I mean, you know, they wouldn't yeah, fucking no. know. So let's see yeah, how many I mean, did the fucking Black Plague kill. Look at that. Spanish flu's Spanish flu's actually fifteenth of all time. Jesus. There was an Asian flu in nineteen fifty seven to nineteen fifty eight. Now Black Plague, seventy five to two hundred million. And that's just in Eurasia. The Asian flu in um it's always from fucking Asia. I was just gonna say it's Asia. Always fucking slips. Eating fucking uh, Asian wombats. Flu pandemic, uh, uh, China. Okay. The Asian flu pandemic was a global showing for influenza with its roots in China. The disease claimed more than 1 million lives. The virus that caused the pandemic was a blend of avian flu viruses. Uh, it spread to Singapore, then Hong Kong, and then to the US in the summer of 57. The total death was more than 1.1 million worldwide with 116,000 deaths occurring in the united states there you have it well that's way to end the show on a happy note there uh we'll be back next week to talk about this and how it got cured in one week and there was a miracle that happened like trump said there'll be a miracle and it'll just disappear it's Uh, gonna be like a like a miracle almost can i have balloons in my parade fuck all right um he's billy i'm cav everyone take safe